This is the TV Podcast with Chuck Thomas and Greg Scott. The TV schedules for Christmas Day have finally been revealed. Uh, All the channels are focusing on dramas and soaps this year. Not much comedy. Are you excited? No, we want (laughs) comedy, don't we? I I think so. Isn't Christmas about gathering round the telly with your family and having a good laugh? And what they got on? Double EastEnders, <laughs> Doctor Who, Call the Midwife, Downton Abbey, Coronation Street. What's good about that? What's 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 what, what's all that about? Have you noticed it? I think it's almost exactly the same lineup as last year. And the year before. It's quite shocking, actually. Because years ago, in the, you know, in our old day, you know, remember our old day, you used to turn on the telly on Christmas Day and it was specials of programmes that didn't really exist. You know, you'd have <laughs> gathering well, together all these... <laughs> when, you, when you were a teenager, you know, you were spending your Christmas Day watching the Black and White Minstrel Show. You know, there's a certain reason why those shows aren't on anymore. <laughs> No, no, it was before then. It was before black and white TV. It was when it was just black. Just... No, the, um... You still what got it. I've, well, well, some would say I've never had it, mate. But I want to ask you, why is it exactly the same lineup as last year? Because there's really no variety. I mean, you know, once in a while you'd have, you know, a surprise special or something you're not expecting. Yeah. It's exactly the same, Gregor's. Television is run by people with no imagination. And the thing the thing that really annoys me is that, <laughs> and I've, I'm not sure if I said this on this show before, because I do talk to other people occasionally. <laughs> it might have been someone else. But when you've, when you've got television, I mean, there are, there's always people who say, oh, well, you shouldn't be watching television on Christmas Day. Well, knickers, because the viewing figures for shows show that it's the highest time than, than any other time of the year. But... What I'm saying is, if, you, if you've got people watching TV who don't normally watch TV, how are they going to understand existing storylines of programmes that are repeated and repeated and repeated? OK, well, let's look at a positive. Let's look at something that's not a soap. Uh, so ITV have Downton Abbey, uh, but they're going to be competing against Mrs Brown's Boys. Now, last year, Mrs Brown's Boys wiped everything out. So do you think it's going to beat it again this week? Uh, sadly, yes, yeah, uh, it is still very, very popular. But it is something that someone can watch without mm. having seen it before. And this brings us back to the original point that, you know, you can watch those episodes of, of that as a standalone thing. Mm. Uh, similarly with the Michael McIntyre show that's on after it on Christmas Day. Now, last um, year, uh, the BBC just stuck on an old Michael McIntyre DVD. Uh, but this year, they they've actually made a special. So at least we should be grateful for that. But just talking about comedy, I do think it's interesting that the only comedy that is in a peak time, prime time, Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, Boxing Day slot is Mrs. Brown's Boys. So it really tells you there's something truly special about that show that we don't understand, but the BBC love it. They do love it. Um, I mean, look, who are we to say what people should and shouldn't like? You know, the fact is that you and I don't like it, but there are plenty of people who do. That's, very, to them. that's very democratic of you, Greg. You, you're sounding a bit like Russell Brand today. <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> don't you? I'm a fat thief and I'm Russell Brand. If you want me to talk to you ever again, you'll retract all that. <laughs> now, Coronation Street is competing against Call the Midwife uh, on Christmas Day. Who will win? Uh, Coronation Street by uh, a million, maybe. It, it'll be quite close. Call the Midwife, doing very well, gets about 10 million an episode in its normal slot. So, yeah, I think, but I think Coronation Street will nick it. But the, it, it's just so 
it's so unimaginative, <laughs> the scheduling. Say what you think, Craig. Don't hold back. Oh, it's crap. <laughs> now, on Christmas Eve, uh, BBC One are showing two repeats, uh, Vicar Dibley and Mrs Brown's Boys. Now, for Christmas Eve, I think that's a little bit lazy. Though as a story wasn't there in the mirror this week about the ridiculous percentage of programmes that are repeats, mm. and Danny Cohen, who's head of everything that moves at the BBC, yes. has come back by saying, but people want them, do we? Well, so, yeah, the Daily Mail and the Daily Mirror ran a front-page story saying there was an outcry, at Christmas TV repeats, um, but only 14% in the survey said they minded. So what's happening is people actually do want repeats now. Is that because we're getting a bit nostalgic and, you know, we do want to watch Morecambe Wise. We want to watch Dad's Army and shout, you know, don't tell him, Pike. We want to see those things because they make us feel warm and fuzzy like you, Greg. <laughs> there is a danger, isn't there, that... that um by showing these old shows, the people might go, oh, look how good television used mm. to be. We're running out of time, Greg. I need to talk to you about this show. Uh, you'll be very excited about this. Uh, Channel Which 4 one? are making a new TV show uh, all about life behind the scenes at Domino's Pizza. What? Yes. The documentary will reveal the hottest secrets behind the scenes with the staff, the bosses and the customers. Uh, will you be watching Domino's Pizza? Hang on a minute. Is this a series or a one-off? Uh, this is a one-off. Thank goodness for that. How do you even stretch that to an hour? Well, they, they, it says here the show will feature a pizza cam that follows the story... Uh, a what? <laughs> a pizza cam. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, go that, on. That will follow the story of the customers. Uh, Channel 4 said this is the first time a camera has followed the journey of a pizza to someone's house. Of course it's the first time, because you're running out of ideas, you plebs. Uh, it says here, uh, we will tell uh, a compelling story about the extraordinarily diverse compelling. range of our pizzas, uh, said a Channel 4 source. You know what's Get happened it? Channel 4 source, hey? Hey, hey. yeah. Hey, it'd be hard to top this programme, <laughs> won't it? Hey, okay. You cheesy. know what's happened here? Yep. They've had a meeting. Oh, what can we make a programme about? And they're all there in the boardroom. Oh, what? let's have a break. Let's get some pizza in. Oh, I, I've got any money on me. Have you got any money? No, I haven't. Oh, how can we do this? Let's tell them that we'll give them an hour of national airtime and we'll use that as payment. It's ridiculous. I mean, what the heck? Well, Channel 4 have had success previously with similar shows. Uh, they recently made a documentary about a fried chicken shop in London uh, and also they recently uh, filmed in a... A nightclub toilet in Crawley. Um, so, I mean, what's next, Craig? What's next? What's next? I, I don't know. Is, is it going to be up someone's left nostril or something? <laughs> and then you'll have celebrity nostrils. I mean, for <laughs> goodness sake, we've got... Uh, we've got professional <laughs> entertainers who can entertain, like who Kane. can do an amazing job. Philip Schofield, Bird what did Kane. he do? Philip what? did a great show. He did 24 hours on air, didn't he, the other day? And most of it was, uns well, a lot of it was unscripted and a lot of it was behind the scenes, things you don't normally see. It was interesting. It was entertaining. There should be a channel. There should be a whole <laughs> channel that shows you the behind-the-scenes makings of TV shows. OK, one last bit before you go, Gregors. Go uh, Barry Manilow was trending last week for all the wrong reasons. Oh. Uh, Barry appeared on the Jonathan Ross show and revealed that he's never had any plastic surgery. No, what do you think? Do you think he's telling the no, truth? No, he's absolutely right. He's clearly <laughs> never had any work at all, nor has Carol Vorderman. Let's just say this for the I record. I thought she was your mate. I'm just saying she's not had Isn't any work. Isn't she a good friend of yours? Oh, Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. <laughs> she has said she's not had any work. So 
Would she lie to us? Well, she's a friend of yours. She wouldn't lie to you. Exactly. She well, wouldn't ba- lie to me. She wouldn't lie to anybody. Uh, just, just looking at the episode, Barry was very defensive. He tried to look upset, but he couldn't move his face. He said, <laughs> he said this is me at 70. Do you know anyone who looks like that at 70? It's not good, is it? Well, it's, like someone, it's like someone's ironed it. <laughs> he, he's brought out a new album, and on the album he's duetting with dead celebrities. Um, so on the Jonathan Ross show, they superimposed a dead Louis Armstrong uh, next to him. I think it's a bit bad taste. I didn't like it. No, and the thing is, he wants to do a duet with Robbie Williams as well. But he's got to so... wait till he dies, because Barry doesn't like to sing with live people. <laughs> He doesn't. He only sings with dead people. You watched that interview. He said he enjoyed recording that album with dead people. Well, he doesn't have to share the royalties, does he? <laughs> That's what it That's is. That's the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> that was the TV podcast with Chuck Thomas and Greg Scott.